I know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios. I used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted, salted, wonderful pistachios in the cart when I was grocery shopping growing up. And I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors. And I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, St. Catherine and Caroline. Valentine's Day special. I think this is so funny. We called it a Valentine's Day special last year when we did a Valentine's Day episode, which was Love Languages, and we actually just revisited it a few weeks ago. So if you guys listen to that, you guys, you remember the Valentine's Day special. We're bringing it back this year. Nothing truly special about it. It's just around Valentine's Day. So we figured a healthy relationship slash relationship focused episode needed to happen i don't know i wouldn't say that it's not special i think some some might call it the most wonderful time of the year but the valentine's day special beginning to (laughs) look a lot i was going through my comments um or like podcast comments because if you listen on spotify you can leave comments after you're done listening to the episode it scares me a little bit please don't say anything why they're all good they're they're all great comments um but someone after i guess we had opened an episode like singing taylor swift or something I forget what episode it was, but someone said love. Maybe the Taylor Swift episode? No, it was a different one. It was from like a while, while ago. So if you left a comment, I went through and like from all the six, the past like six months I went through last week or two weeks ago and published all of them because you have to publish them. Like we have to to personally review them to make them public. So So you made some public so that on past episodes you can go. We made them all public. Okay, that's awesome. I think the only one I didn't make public was someone who just commented thumbs down emojis. Um, but but ninety nine percent of them were good, and it made me really happy and like oh, motivated awesome. me to to keep on doing this thing. This is probably the third Valentine's Day that we've had the show, actually. If I'm thinking about the timeline, but we didn't call it a Valentine's Day episode in our first year because, you know, we just we weren't as smart as we are now. No, no. not even close. Not even I do close. think I'm getting dumber by the day, but really? that's a story for another time. That's interesting. I feel like I've been smarter lately, so oh, that's maybe that's something so we should like, transferring. talk about. Yeah, yeah, it's transferring all over to me. <laughs> but this year, we actually asked you guys what you wanted to hear for a Valentine's Day episode. Obviously, something relating to relationships, love. Uh, last year, like in Catherine said, we did love languages, which we did just revisit that. So we bumped it up on the discography. So you can go, it'll just be a couple episodes back. So you can go back and listen to love languages if you want to. And you guys literally tied our poll like in thirds. Like I gave three options. It was 33%, 33%, 34%. Like and I'm I'm not calling that a winner. That was that's a three way tie. Not calling that I'm a not winner. Not calling that a winner. So what we did is we decided that obviously you guys were very interested in all of the topics. So why not combine them to talk about what makes a healthy relationship in general? So we're gonna go over some green flags of a healthy relationship, all the values that we would consider in a healthy relationship, how to have your own independence within a relationship, and just kind of kind of break down what we think that should look like. Before we get into the episode, so you don't miss any other polls or any other announcements, whatever it may be, 
go follow at girls with goals pod on instagram on tiktok we post clips on instagram we post like additional photos and quotes and the whole the whole thing and then caroline and i our personal accounts adding katherine kaneen at caroline kaneen tiktok instagram everywhere i like explaining it as like it is a visual to back up everything we talk about here so it's like healthy lifestyle videos like i'm posting my daily routines caroline's posting recipes she's posting things some mindset stuff some mindset stuff i hate explaining it to people like or when this happened maybe this is my love of the week i'm like it makes me sound so soft i'm like i'm not soft i just talk about (laughs) mental health sometimes (laughs) 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 or when people whenever i like meet someone new and they start following like we start following each other on instagram the next time i go to post i weirdly get so nervous about what i'm gonna say like overthink what i'm gonna say and i'm like are they gonna think i'm weird for posting make your bed and and, like eat a vegetable no sometimes people ask me like is it weird when you comprehend like the amount of people that might see your content and i'm like no it's actually weirder to me when i comprehend that people who have met me in my real life are watching the content right right. that's actually (laughs) what like will freak me out the most and so i just prefer not to think about any of it and just make what i want to make and post it and and that's that at the end of the day (laughs) the end of the day i like doing this stuff and you guys like listening and watching so we're so good and that's all that matters relationships though we'll do highs lows and goals of course wait let's just do highs lows and goals before i get before i get going because if i start talking i'm not going to stop talking about the episode What's your high from the week? My high of the week is that I went snowboarding on Wednesday with my dad. I don't have classes on Wednesdays or Thursdays. And I typically will go into the office and or just get a ton of work done. Um, this Wednesday, however, I went snowboarding. And I came home like Tuesday night from Boston. Really late. Woke up early Wednesday morning. Drove like two hours to Mount the White Mountains. Super small mountain though was really surprised. I'd never been to this mountain before. Really small, but we still like had fun. It was my dad's first time skiing since having a few like meniscus tear knee surgeries. And oh my God, the first run, he took forever oh, to really? get down. Was oh he my so God. Nervous? He, no, he wasn't nervous. He was just like, first time with the new knees. Like he's rocking. He was he taking so. He does. There's yeah. Then there's still his knees. <laughs> he's had like a little. What? A meniscus tendon? He tore his meniscus, and that's what he did. He had to hit hit a, um, he did right, left, and then left again because it had two, two tears. Anyway, he was so slow going down the mountain. I was nervous. I was obviously gonna like stay with him, you know, if we're going together. But under, under the surface, I was nervous. I was gonna have to keep up that half a mile pace down the mountain the whole time. He got better though. He got better. We went to Canada as a group, and everyone else was skiing, and you were snowboarding. We all waited for you. It was it was was icy as hell. It was your turn. It was my turn to wait. My Um, my high this week. Funny that we're on the topic of like knee tears, but one of our best friends tore her ACL, unfortunately, skiing a month or so ago and so she just had surgery this week and it is not my high that she is down for the count and injured and had surgery but um her roommates and uh some of our best friends and Catherine and I put a nice gift basket together for her I got her an adorable stuffed animal our friend got a coloring book we got a book we got her some chocolates and it was just nice to all hang out and support her because like obviously that's what I would want somebody to do for me and so I'm glad that that made her happy and we could all hang out and it was just like a sweet moment so that's probably my high of the week yeah she's a trooper too she woke up from the surgery and she we do this thing went on anyone's birthdays we were like happy birthday caroline and then everyone goes happy birthday caroline happy birthday caroline happy birthday caroline so for her surgery day when she was under like she went under like 5 30 in the morning so while she was under we all said happy surgery day happy surgery day happy surgery day (laughs) and then she woke up and she was like made it out alive like made made a joke and i was like Yes. Yes. Just making a joke. <laughs> this is huge. Yeah. But she's trooper. The night after her surgery, we were over there and she was like doing a school assignment. We're like, no, like you. <laughs> like sleep, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> please sleep. No, but that's just, that's just the character. It's probably better that she doesn't and that she like keeps the grind up. Anyways. <laughs> My low of the week is that I had to, I, we had plans with one of our friends that I haven't seen in um since i went to dinner with her in like december it's been mid-december it's been it's been way too long um but like we're busy she's busy you know the drill we finally made plans last week friday night dinner like locked in locked and loaded no change in that till friday evening 
when I decided I physically could not handle doing dinner. Like I had an assignment, I had some extra work to do. We had to, we're, we went home early in the morning cause we're recording at home. Um, so like the entire weekend, Carol and I are booked and busy recording and working with each other that left Friday night as my only socially available night. And so that's when we had plans, but then I was so stressed and I had so much to do and I felt so bad about canceling, but luckily she's a good friend and like understood. Um, but I did, felt bad about not seeing her like selfishly. I didn't want to have to cancel. So good that I did though, because otherwise I don't think I would have been able, like I had an assignment due and I didn't get it in until after a reservation started. And I was like, oh, this is, this is last this night when been, we're recording this, this been and huge. I think if you didn't do that, like I'm not sure we would be sitting here in a good mood, like absolutely like, not. Right no. Now. So selfishly, I'm unfortunately glad that that canceled. That's actually, but that's good. I'm getting so much better. I feel like if you go back on episodes, I am, I've said it probably at some point that it was a goal of mine to be better at like setting boundaries or like doing what's best for you, what's best for me. Um, and that's just an example of that. Mm -hmm. And I'm really glad about that. My low, you know, I didn't have anything that was super low this week, but I, I've been enjoying a boxing class at my gym every Tuesday like it's become a bit of a routine but I had to miss it last week for like a group project or something so I was excited to go this week but I can only book it like 24 hours ahead and it's like yeah, what's up with that that's I new right know. I don't know you can't book classes very far in advance you have to like set a reminder to remind yourself to book it if you like really want to get into a class and this boxing class is pretty popular it's a pretty small room and I it was a little bit late. I was first on the wait list and I didn't get off the wait list. And so I didn't get to go to boxing for the second week in a row. I was pretty sad about it, but maybe, maybe I'll just do like a, like a Peloton shadow boxing on my own just to, to check the box for the week. My goal for the week though, is even though I didn't box this week, I went for a couple of runs, which through the winter I haven't done so much so far. And it was actually quite nice. Like I did not mind being out in the cold all that much. I think it's just hard getting out there the first step and so my goal is to try to just run twice again this week and keep that up like I don't need a I don't need to be like I'm gonna go super hardcore and do better because I really hadn't been running outside at all and so if I did two last week I'm like I can do two again this week and I'm trying to keep it up and get myself back into it I feel like I run better in the cold not maybe the winter when it's 26 degrees outside but like perhaps not that a nice fall you know when the the summer to fall transition you start running you're like oh it's cold like I'm not dying of heat and not yeah. sweating and super spring. badly spring, though, like when you're getting excited about like it's just getting a little bit warm no no, nice. no 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 summer to fall better. because the crisp air like it's you know you finish the run and you're like oh my god that was way more intense than I realized you know you just casually do do a lot more than you think you can true when it's a little bit chilly. My goal for the week is to fill out my habit tracker because if you guys remember Shelby Sacco, who we had on the podcast, was that how many months ago was that? A few months ago. A few months ago. She's great. Good episode. Habits, habit loops, the whole thing. She hosts the Sad to Savage podcast as well. And she came out with a like 12 month habit tracker. So it's every month there's, it's just spots to put your habits that you want to do and then whether or not you completed them and rewards and goes into the whole um, Q routine reward situation that is a habit loop. And so I just want to fill mine out for the month of February because I'm behind and haven't started that. But but I got one and I'm really excited and I actually think it's going to be really fun because yeah. I have a hard time keeping, you know, when you're like, it's oh, I'm going to track this, I'm going to track this. Like you can only track so much. You can only write so much, so much down, but having it all in one place and like having it up on the wall because they're a little, you know, when you hang a calendar on a wall, there's a spot for that. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be be good for me and just be interesting and fun. So I got to one set the specific habits that I want to do um, and implement in my life and track. And then two, I got to got to write them down and do it. That's my plan for tonight, though. Really? So. Yeah. What else am I going to do tonight? That's a perfect plan. What else is she going to do tonight? I don't know. Let's talk about what makes a healthy relationship. You want to know my low of the week is I had a like double chin in the episode, the last episode we recorded and all the clips. And I was like, I don't know what angle this <laughs> is. Like, I don't, not that a it's double chin know, is necessarily can, bad, but like until we look back at the footage after, like, I don't think I've ever looked that bad on camera, but <laughs> gotta humble yourself. Oh, I was humbled for sure. Every time I see a clip pop up on my free page, I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> I want to watch it, but I also want <laughs> but but to shut my eyes. <laughs> so now I'm hyper aware of like, when I'm talking, where's my, where is my jaw? 
instead of mew. Isn't that what they call it? Oh my god, that's the funniest. <laughs> you just gotta constantly constantly mew. mewing twenty four seven. That's another joke in our friend group. <laughs> All right. There's a lot that I think goes into a healthy relationship, and obviously, relationships are so individual. It's based on who you are, how you interact with other people, who whoever your partner is, vice versa. You get what I'm saying. So there's not one standard blueprint for like what the perfect relationship should look like, but I do think that there are a group of core values that go into any healthy relationship, even if they manifest in different ways. And when I think about a healthy relationship, friendship-wise, romantic-wise, whatever it's going to be, the number one thing that I think is important, just as it is in about every other aspect of life, is balance. I think having balance in a relationship is really, really important because we've all been in situations before where a relationship feels imbalanced. Like, it feels imbalanced with the amount of effort you're putting into it. Maybe you feel like you're sacrificing way more or you're always the one reaching out or you're always the one trying to make plans or you just feel like you're kind of... You feel like you're leading it, but in a sense where you don't feel like it's reciprocated, not just like... like you're the only one putting effort yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. And I think that, that that feeling of any sort of relationship feeling imbalanced is like... shut. It's such a nasty feeling because you think you're putting so much effort and care and attention into whatever the relationship is and you want to feel that reciprocated. It's also just frustrating when you feel like I genuinely care about this person in this relationship and when th- it's not reciprocated, mm-hmm. what whatever it may be, whether it's someone just like not being attentive when you guys are hanging out or no one, you know, not making plans or like constantly flaking with no explanation or just like being just like not a good friend or not a the best person it's really frustrating when you actually care about it and you like actually want it to be good and it's like fighting with a brick wall you know you just like which isn't necessarily someone else's fault like people are allowed to not just not be interested in a relationship that doesn't mean it's not super frustrating for you I will say relationships are never going to be 50 50 like they're never going to be completely even and they absolutely shouldn't right like that would be annoying if you had to go like tit for tat and had to just <laughs> always be even no through different phases of life through different like needs different days like you're gonna make plans you're gonna want to do something or they're gonna make plans they're gonna want to do something but the goal is not to be constantly 50 50 you know like if you have someone over and cook and clean and like buy the ingredients and like spend time doing that you're gonna enjoy doing that and you're gonna enjoy spending time with them and they're gonna enjoy spending time with you and they're gonna enjoy eating a meal with you and like being around you while you cook it should not be like I cooked you have to clean you know what I mean that's just a a tangible example but it shouldn't always be like that because another day you're gonna go to their apartment and like they're gonna cook for you or on an even different side of that is maybe whoever you're in a relationship with doesn't really like to cook and that's not how they're gonna like show their care for you but you really love to do that and so you could find balance in the way that maybe you're having them over and you're cooking for them but they're being super attentive and they're like giving you attention. And so they're like holding that balance up in a different way. I think there's definitely something to be said about opposites attract. Like that's definitely true. So like in Catherine said, like you can't expect a relationship nitpick at everything and be like every single aspect of this relationship has to be 50 50 because each person individually has different interests. Everybody has different love languages. Go listen to our love language episode and we'll, we'll dive a lot more into that. But because of that not every single aspect of the relationship is going to be balanced in terms of like who makes the date plan more often who goes to whose place more often who calls more often who does that but there should be this overarching feeling of balance we talk about when we talk about balance in life a lot and Catherine has coined this ratio rule about how which is just that different phases of your life are going to shift the ratio of different needs in your life so one time at one point in time needs for relationships or needs for you know focusing on health or focusing on work are going to take over part of that ratio and the the overall ratio is going to shift and adjust and make that fit whereas other times different needs in life are going to pull from that ratio and again it's going to adjust so overall you got all the aspects going on Mm -hmm. but it doesn't always have to be even 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 yeah you know in the moment it's that idea that you know in the overall grand scheme of your life your life is pretty balanced but naturally 
at some point, your career or school is going to take way more focus. At other points, your health is going to take way more focus. Um, at other points in your life, a relationship might take more focus, but those things shift naturally throughout phases of your life. And you try to you try to keep each piece of your life that's important to you and that makes your life good in your life, but naturally those things shift. The ratios might shift. Similarly, I see in a relationship, like there might be some phases of life where one person is way more busy than the other person and just like does not have time to contribute as much. There might be some times where one person is going through something and needs a bit more support and needs more attention than the other person. And so it doesn't mean that you always have to make the relationship 50-50 at all times because naturally as you go through different phases of life with another person, your needs are going to shift. And so as long as you feel like there is an overall balance, that's what the aim is for. It's not to make everything perfectly even. You plan a day, I plan a day. It's like, hey, I love planning these dates, but give me your quality and time and attention when we're there hey, I'm super busy these days, but when I'm with you, I'm going to give you my undivided attention and I'm going to block off time for that. How annoying would it be if it had to be like, all right, you chose last time, so now I get to choose. And then, no, like, no, 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 no. no. Like, I would actually, I would vomit and then I would leave that relationship (laughs) because shut the hell up. Like, I don't care if you're like, oh, I want to go to this restaurant and then we go to this restaurant and then you're like, oh, I want to go see this movie and then we go see that movie and then you're like, oh, I want to go like to shop in this store and like buy this thing and then we go there. I'm sorry, you just like planned three things. I'm just happy to be here. Right. I'm just happy to be here. And if I don't have a problem with that, if I'm perfectly content, then like yeah. I'm perfectly content. It does not have to be 50-50. If I bring something up that I want to do, you would also be open to it, right? That's the right. evenness of it. It's the, not like we have yeah. to go back and forth, but it's like, hey, I'm open to doing what you want to do. Be open to what, doing what I want to do. Period. The issue would come in if then I was like, oh yeah, that's awesome. Let's definitely go there while we're there. Like, do you want to stop in this store next door? Like, I want to get something from from Aritzia and it's right across from Under Armour in, in the Prudential Center in Boston. <laughs> um, and you're like, oh no, sorry, I don't think I have the energy for that today. But like, but I like, sh- let's go to Under Armour for me. But like, you know that yeah, that's yeah, yeah. when it becomes an issue. And you you know, I love when people. I don't love when people write in um, about it. But I, it's really interesting when people write in and they're like, explain a story, and they're like, so I just don't know if I should like, if this is bad, and like I should leave the relationship. If you ever have to ask that question genuinely, and you're like seriously contemplating it, the the reasonable answer is like, yeah, it's not great. You know, if you have to ask or, yourself or you if it is great. you have to have a legitimate conversation about it because maybe you're ruminating in your head and you haven't actually tried some conflict revol- res- resolution. Right. I'm saying if there's, if you have an underlying like gut feeling that something's off and it's not necessarily like a balanced relationship in the sense of like, I care about you, you care about me. That's awesome. That's all that like needs to be there. Um, that's maybe an issue and that's maybe not an a relationship that you want to continue putting all of your effort in where it's going to be underappreciated there when you could take that effort and put it into a relationship where it is going to be appreciated and valued and like it's so much nicer to put your energy because I'm someone I love giving my energy to people I love like spending time with people I love doing things for the people I care about mm-hmm. a lot of the times that are sometimes that ends up with people who just like don't want that energy or like don't care about that energy don't appreciate that energy and it's really frustrating to be in those situations, whether it's a friend's, whether it's whatever type of relationship, because I genuinely enjoy like spending time with people and doing things for people and like yeah. clearing my schedule and making yeah. time and space to go do things. It's so much better to do that with people who actually care about you doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes me think of like having some balance in the sacrifices you make not necessarily like big sacrifices but like you're willing you're a very busy person but you're always willing to make time to cook dinner for a friend or to bring something to somebody if you think of them and you're like oh I want to bring this person a cookie I want to do that or like I want to make these plans and put on this event like you're always willing to make time even though you are busy and a lot of people are busy to do things like that so you would hope that you know, the people that you're doing that for will make the similar sacrifices of their time because they want to give the same effort and energy back to you. Right. It's not like I'm sacrificing. If, if you say like, oh, I'm going to clear my schedule, move things around so that we can go see this movie or do this thing that we want to do. And you say, oh, I'm actually busy at that time. 
you're not allowed to get mad and be like, you might be able to, but for the most part, you're not allowed to be like, you have to, I moved my schedule. You have to move your schedule. Like, no, that's not how that works. If someone is like never making time for you and like genuinely just not putting any effort in, that's the issue. The issue isn't you won't change this one plan so we can do this one thing. No, go do it another time. Like the movie's going to play another time. Go find a time that you're both, you both can do that. That's the 50, 50. Maybe someone needs to change their schedule around more than others. It doesn't have to be like tit for tat, like I said. Yeah. That's that would get so irritating and get so toxic and just like waste time and energy on making sure that you guys are even. Nothing's ever gonna be even in a relationship. That's the point. Yeah. But what should be even and what brings me to a second point is the respect and support that you have there. Because I feel like it goes right along with creating that balance is having mutual respect and being able to support each other similarly respect is just like the baseline of any relationship or of even with like acquaintances and anybody in the world like respect is just a a good thing to give people and a yeah interesting I think it's a good thing to we've all met people who like immediately meet people with the most bitchy attitude yeah they're like I am I already hate them I know nothing about them I already hate them no you should meet people with respect and compassion and like just a baseline because you are in another person like I'm gonna respect you I'm gonna appreciate you like yeah. you're more than welcome to prove me wrong yeah. <laughs> but you should never meet people with like a lack of that you yeah. should always give people the benefit of the doubt you should always do that and if the people this is off the topic but like the people who meet others for the first time and are immediately like write them off and are immediately like oh I just like hate people like everyone's bad so not true so not true and that's really horrible energy to be around and if you're in a relationship with someone who's like that I think it can get really really frustrating whether it's like a lack of respect for you which could come from many different things maybe it's always been there and it's just like that's who they are as a person they just don't have respect for other people such an issue um they should go fix that on their own (laughs) um you don't have to fix that that's not your job but it also could be like I don't know growing resentful within the relationship Mm -hmm. people do that all the time for whatever reason it doesn't mean it's okay but if it if it gets to that point where someone you feel like is not respecting you at all not a relationship for you to be in yeah I think respecting just because we were just talking about time like respecting time is really huge for me because I'm like we're all we're all busy we all have limited time if you want to make the most of your life like respect other people's time don't waste it and I mean that in a sense like don't be in like of course things happen you, you might be like 10 15 minutes late to something that's not necessarily what I'm talking about but like I've had situations with friends and stuff who just completely disrespect your time like you want to do something in the morning all of a sudden it's 1 p.m and you guys haven't even left the house mm-hmm. yet things like that or like they just are never gonna show up or they're lallygagging when like you kind of have places to go like or, if you agree on something yeah. they don't if you say like oh let's do this at 1 p.m like they're not going to be prepped and ready for 1 p.m. But if they said, oh, we're doing this 1 p.m., if you you, if you were five minutes late or whatever, they would be upset with yeah. you. Yeah, or, like, you you just know that you would be there because, like, you're giving them that respect of your time. Or even in the sense of, like, when you are together, not getting their undivided attention or you feel like they're distracted or they're not respecting their your time when you're actually giving it in the moment. That's, some, that's something that really bothers me, personally. That might not bother yeah, other valid. people quite as much, but that's, like, a pretty valid thing for me of like okay if we're spending time together like I don't want you to be on your phone I don't want you to be like distracted and not like interested in a conversation with me because then what are we doing here I could be spending my time doing a hundred different things but I've chosen to be I felt really bad the other day at dinner um one of our friends was like showing me this thing that he was doing at work for he like 3d printed some medical device and he brought it home so that when we were all having dinner, like he could, he could show it off and explain it. And I kept getting pinged for work. It was like 7 PM. Um, but it was like, I just had to like do something or answer, answer something really quickly. And I kept having to like pick up my phone and I'm like, I'm listening. I'm listening. Like, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I don't want to be on my phone. And, um, but the fact that I was one, I didn't like that. I had to go back and forth, but I like verbalized, you know what I mean? If someone's on their phone, that's gonna happen whatever you know but if it's like so disinterested this is what I'm saying there are times you can justify these things that we're saying are like red flags or issues within a relationship you can justify times where like that's okay exactly but you yourself know the relationship and you know the vibe of the relationship and if something you're getting a bad vibe from 
if you're getting a vibe that it's not healthy it's not what you want it's like you're just not being respected like trust that vibe yeah it's all about for me everything comes back to intention a little bit less so than action because there could be times like that where it's not your intention to be distracted but you have greater responsibilities at work and you have people that are asking things of you and like so unfortunately you have to answer to that if you're in a situation you're with someone and like you get a message from family or a call from family and you have to respond to that like yeah you're not intentionally not respecting this person's time it's just like that those are natural things in life so I think you can tell though if something is like a continuous I literally am just like not thinking about what your time is worth and like what my time with you is worth or is it just like natural life things I do you want to learn a new language maybe for an upcoming trip maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages maybe you just want a new skill Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Carolyn and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer, listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly. And the best thing about Rosetta Stone is that Rosetta Stone offers a lifetime membership. So you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons, all the languages, forever. So I've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my Mandarin and let me tell you Rosetta Stone is incredible. The way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my Mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch. Of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive. You learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this ambition card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the ambition card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The ambition card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. Also think respect of people's values, thoughts, opinions, interests. If you want to get that respect back, you need to also give it to other people because it's really, really easy to judge people if they have like any sort of different hobby or interest or different opinion on something than you. But I would always hope that in a relationship... And I think this kind of takes a bit of a level of maturity. I don't think I've always been like this. I think I'm a lot better at it these days. But like if I want somebody to respect all of my ways of thinking and anything that I'm going to say or do, then I need to be able to do that to other people as well, even if it's not something that I not even like agree with, but even if it doesn't like resonate with me as much as it seems to like care about yeah yeah even if it's something that I don't care about I want to respect that you care about that right yes and I want you to respect what I care about even if it's not your thing exactly the worst thing in the world is trying to tell someone something that you're interested or like passionate about or care about in general and they're just like oh okay Mm -hmm. or like they're so disinterested or they like minimize it yeah um the worst anyway healthy aspects of relationship or how you can identify if your relationship is healthy one balance does not mean 50 50 it means if you feel like it's balanced and you feel like you are giving as much as you are getting or you are comfortable with the amount of effort from both parties 
you're good. Mm-hmm. Respect, same thing. Both parties should respect each other. Like if you feel respected and you respect the other person, because I think that's a huge thing too. Again, you can grow disinterested. You can grow resentful of people for whatever reason. If you feel yourself not respecting someone else, you have to be aware of that early and don't let it don't let it affect them. Don't let it reach them. Maybe you have to end the relationship. Maybe you have to like check in with yourself and fix whatever whatever caused that for you. Don't let it get to the other person. Like that's your own, you own that. Mm-hmm. You're in charge of that. Like you're liable for that. <laughs> um, but for respect, again, you should know whether or not you are being respected. Like you just get a vibe if you feel uncomfortable, maybe have a conversation, maybe <laughs> fix that relationship, maybe yeah. leave that relationship, whatever it is. Independence or being your own person within a relationship, I think is huge. I mean, our merch is impress yourself. That's what we're talking about. This we talk about all the time. You are your own person. You have independent interests. You have independent hobbies. You have independent thought patterns. Like you have independent actions. You should have independent time. You should have, I think the decision-making. In a relationship, a lot of the time, people will like think through their actions, even individual actions of like, how does this person feel about that? Like, how are they going to perceive this? Would they make the same decision? And sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes it's like justifying your actions or, you know, making thoughtful choices. But sometimes when it impacts your thought patterns and it makes you do things that you wouldn't necessarily do, not a good sign. Like, I don't think that's healthy when your brain is like rewired almost Mm -hmm. to think through actions in life and just like interpret life happening to you through the lens of someone else. And I think a lot of that goes back to wanting approval from other people and is a result of not getting the respect from that person that you want or deserve. So when you don't get respect from someone, you're going to change how you act. You're going to change how you think. You're going to change what you do. Constantly trying to seek their approval and seek their respect. And that is so not good. You're going to lose yourself in the process. It is not a healthy relationship if you're constantly trying to make someone else happy at the expense of your own Mm. being. When you establish that respect and you have that, I think then you feel comfortable having your own independence. And I think independence is one of the most important things that you can have in any sort of relationship. And so it was a good segue from respect because if you can respect another person's interests and values and what they do in life, then they're going to feel comfortable to keep up their independence and you're going to feel comfortable doing yours. And I mean, when you think about relationships in general, everyone, you've heard it before, everyone's saying like you have to be 100% on your own. It's not you're 50%, they're 50%, you're coming together to make a whole, like you are a whole on your own and another person should be adding to your life. So as much as you are adding this element of not necessarily dependence, but like partnership, you know, I don't think that you should ever feel like super dependent on another person, but like you feel like you you have a partnership of some sort with that person. Not right, the point of that is like support and appreciation. It's not, yeah like codependency and your relationship is going to be so much more interesting when you guys continue your independent lives outside of that because what are you to talk about if you are spending 24 7 with this other person and you're not doing anything else like that just becomes an echo chamber you need to have your own life and your own goals and your own activities that you're doing outside of that that you're pursuing outside of that and then you actually have something to talk about and you have something to appreciate about one another and learn from one another and I also think it's attractive to be like impressed by another person and what they're doing in their life. I think it's super unattractive to have to be in a relationship with somebody who doesn't have a sense of independence and is doing something, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm like, then what is it about that person when that their you only personality like trait becomes like being a relationship? Yes, exactly. That just that would send you that would send me into like existential crisis yes. being like, oh, what? <laughs> what am I doing? What do I even exist for? Like, what is, what's going on? Like you genuinely need your own things. One, to feel like your own person. I think that's a huge part of it. Having your own things, being independent, whether it's within a relationship, whether it's within a friendship, whether it's within a group, um, bring your own thoughts to the group, bring your own like mannerisms to the group, be your own person, solidifying who you are outside of any external factors, I think is so huge for just like confidence and 
self-understanding. Yeah. We've talked about this in the confidence episode too, but having hobbies outside of your main group of friends is huge for this. Just that's what the gym is. Like for a lot of people, that's what the gym is. It's an independent activity. You are with yourself. You're working with yourself. It's putting effort into something like you're more connected with yourself boost confidence boost your just like idea of yourself and awareness of yourself which yeah. I think is huge and I say awareness of yourself not in like I'm aware of all the components that make myself up no like you're aware that you are a physical being that is just like solo yeah and that's a good thing that means you can then take that to relationships you can take it to different things and bring the value that you have to those things mm-hmm. You shouldn't derive your value from other things. You should derive it from yourself and how you go about those things. Yeah. It's not a a result of the relationships you're in. Like you and who you are is not a result of the relationships that you're in. It's a result of like what you're interested in, how you go about that and what you bring to the table. And how you act within the relationship, Mm -hmm. not necessarily who you're in the relationship with, right? You never want to be identified by as like, that person's girlfriend or oh yeah she's dating them like that's just not it the most interesting thing in your life and the most exciting thing in your life should never be your relationship it should be the things that you do individually and then if you are in a relationship it just makes the relationship that much more interesting and exciting because then you have somebody to share that with and bring that to that's not to say like don't (laughs) don't have common ground yeah like you should absolutely have a ton of things that you do with the other person that you enjoy doing with the other person and like interests that you share and things that you know about and things Mm -hmm. you care about on the same level but it's also interesting to have hobbies and interests and work maybe that are that are different in your own thing because one you need outlets for yourself two it's interesting to learn things from other people yeah and three I don't have a point for three, but <laughs> said as said it as if it was a list. Yeah. So. Well, just as much as we always say you want to impress yourself, you also want to be impressed by the people that are in your life and the people that you're spending your time yeah, with. Yeah, if I was with someone who didn't do anything, I would be so far, like, I wouldn't be with someone that didn't do anything, like, point blank, <laughs> period. period. Um, but if you don't do shit with your life, like, that's so uninteresting. And it's, of course, like, a balance of values. If you're with someone who has the same energy and activity levels as you, like, that's where you should be should not be drastically different Mm because if you are someone who is so active in the sense of like go 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 love to do a lot of things like have a lot of interests and hobbies and you're with someone who likes to go to work go home like not doesn't doesn't do much Mm -hmm. how frustrating would it be it would be like trying to get a kid to like go play the sport or like go clean their room it's like constantly begging them to just do something you know what I mean you need to have that balance with people that like one you have the same the same interests and activity levels but two just like doing things yeah let's let's talk about values then because that really because and I don't mean that and I don't say that in the sense of like you have to be go go you have to do everything no yes you should like do something other than go to sleep and wake up and go to work Mm -hmm. No matter what it is, whether that means like you are a couch potato or you are consumed by work, like you should have other factors in your life going on. Um, so not a dig on people who are couch potatoes, but like have some interesting, have some, have some hobbies. Let's talk about values because I think that relates to values a lot and how much you should have shared values versus how much your values should be different within a relationship. And Catherine and I talk all the time about how sometimes the best setup is people who you share a lot of the same values with, but maybe they manifest in different ways. And there also naturally are going to be things that you value that are different than a person you're in a relationship with, or maybe you value them at different levels. But I think most people are going to have some values that are pretty non-negotiable for them. And it can be different for, for everybody, you know, for somebody that might be religious values where like that is like a a cornerstone of your life and so that is a value that you want to share with another person I think for me like a healthy lifestyle ambition those are a couple things that are pretty non-negotiable for me because our baseline lifestyles are just going to be so different but within that if we share the value of a healthy lifestyle it doesn't mean that we have to approach that in the exact same way like I just because I go to the gym it doesn't mean that I necessarily need somebody who goes to the gym you could 
play soccer, you could play tennis, you could play golf, you could do yoga, like whatever it is, if you value your health and there are ways in your life that you make time for that and that manifests in your life, like that's what I care about. It doesn't need Mm -hmm. to be in the exact same way that I do it. If you have some sense of ambition and drive in your life, it doesn't have to be towards the exact same things that I do, but I want you to share that value. And so I think that that is a really interesting way to approach a relationship is like, hey, we can have the same values, but they can manifest in different ways. And that way, it's really easy to have mutual respect because I know where you're coming from, even if it looks different. And also we can teach each other different things. And I know we talk about this a lot with friendships too, but having shared values, one is just huge for being able to understand each other and being able to respect each other and touch on all the points that we've talked about before. If you have similar, if you have similar values it's going to be a lot easier to be like, oh my God, you like the gym? Go do your thing. Like that's your independent thing. That's your independent time. Or like, oh, you skate? Go do your, th- like that's, I respect that. Like go get outside, like have a moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do do your thing. Oh, you play guitar? Like, oh, you you can paint? Like do it. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's sick. That's your thing. I understand it. I respect it. Like that's your passion. I get it because I have passion. I have passions yeah. about other things too. Um. Whereas if someone had very different values, it would be really, really frustrating to find common ground. Mm-hmm. Not on, oh, we both like the same thing, but on I can understand where you're coming from and I can understand why you're spending your time and energy and focus on these things. And it would be really frustrating to then respect that further in a relationship setting. A lot more tolerance with just people, just people in general, like, the you know. Versus who are going to be like your who, number one people. Yeah. That changes a lot, and that's where I think values have to be a lot more similar than in just, like, an acquaintance, in a friend. Mm -hmm. How many friends do you know that have, like, very different opinions and views on certain issues? So many. Does that impact your ability to be friends? Absolutely not. Yeah. With a relationship, though, that would have a lot more impact because you're like, I'm, it's you and I, you know, you have to, you have to be on the same page about things. You can't overlook as many things you can overlook some things yeah for sure or you can just care less about some things we yeah. all have values that we prioritize more than others and so yeah. those, those lower level things being different might not make that big of a deal for you but the things that are your top values and your top goals in life you want to feel understood by that person and like you guys can share those goals right and it would be it's really frustrating from the other side too if you have varying values and you just like can't be understood and you don't feel understood and you don't feel respected in that sense Mm -hmm. that's super frustrating Mm -hmm. but it's also just cool to have have similar values and man I feel like we always talk about this like same values that manifest differently so whether that's like caring about friendship maybe you hang out with people and do certain things maybe you like go out with people and you're like I love to hang out and have dinner and then like debrief in the morning and like that's my shit with hanging out with people and that's how I care about hanging out with my friends or you could be like I want I like hanging out one-on-one I like doing doing things like let's go on a coffee walk whatever great I have friends that show both of those like take interest in both those I have relationships that are built on both of those types of like quality time Mm -hmm. the main value being like quality time I like spending time with my friends manifest super differently and then kind of thinking about that difference between you want to share more values or have more mutual respect for each other's values with those people who are like the number one people in your life versus more so acquaintances. I think your ability to be vulnerable with someone or share like intimate details of your life and things like that is what takes a relationship from just like a a basic relationship, like more of a broad sense of a relationship into your life to them like your best friend or your primary relationship because it's a lot easier to stay on the surface with people and for some people you're just not gonna feel that deep of a connection like yeah, you're ever no, gonna get that vulnerable you just don't vibe them. with people enough you don't have to be that way with everyone oh, good, I, morning, Stanley. good morning Stanley you don't have to be that way with everyone and you're not gonna feel comfortable being that way with everyone like it is not your job to be your most vulnerable your most intimate self with every person in your life but you're gonna feel those people where the relationships just naturally feel so much more comfortable And, like, they keep developing and building. And so those people that you feel like you can share anything with, talk about anything with, kind of, like, 
be your truest self with and not feel like you always have to be at the top of your game with that is kind of what takes a relationship from one level to the other so I do think that that is also a core value in a healthy relationship again like trust your gut with people you either vibe with people or you don't and not to say the people that you don't vibe with super heavy aren't supposed to be in your life that's just they're supposed to be in your life in different ways the people who you really vibe with though like trust your gut you know best those are the people who you can share more of yourself with who you can like fuck up with you know like make mistakes and not be afraid to ask for support or have difficult conversations or you know share the things that you actually care about with them and know that you're that that's going to be appreciated um but with relationships you always know best and trust your gut whether it's like yes I love this like this is a good relationship like I want to want to go for it or I want to spend more energy in this or just like I want to continue appreciating this relationship or if it's the alternative and you say this relationship isn't serving me or it's not serving me in the same way anymore and I maybe need to reshift my expectations or my focus or the amount of you know skin in the game I have with this with this relationship I think what's the easiest choice you can make window instead of middle seat picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket outsourcing business tasks you hate what about selling with Shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. There's a difference between a relationship where you just enjoy spending time with each other and being around each other versus one where you're kind of embedded in each other's lives and you have like a deeper understanding of each other's thoughts and emotions and things like that. That definitely is like takes a relationship from one level to the other and there's space for for both in your life. But I think if we're talking about romantic relationships or like best friendships or even like your closest family relationships, that's definitely what takes it from one spot to another within a healthy relationship and so so far we've talked about balance we've talked about mutual respect having independence shared values vulnerability and then I think the last one that we would be wrong not to mention is communication because what is a relationship without communication you know you communicate constantly you're always talking to each other about one thing or another uh or you're communicating through body language and the way that you act with each other but communication is key not only for like the building relationship for for showing that respect to other people for sharing your values with other people for being vulnerable with other people but it's also really important for setting boundaries when you need to for being able to resolve conflicts that might come up and just like be honest with each other so being able to have strong communication is key to a healthy relationship as well and with that we have some double take questions for this episode so all I put up was like topic healthy relationships and I wanted to see where you guys where you guys went with it so number one or question number one is how to deal with someone you love but is not serving you in that phase of life if they're not serving you at all then you can uh, like reframe your expectations of relationship reframe what and by that I mean like don't expect a ton of time or a ton of effort from them and be okay with that you know be comfortable with that move them down from your best friend to your good friend um change your expectations or you can like leave a relationship of course if it's like truly not serving you if someone is just not serving you the same way 
in a certain phase of life and you know that it's just a factor of this phase of life and new needs for you and that means oh I'm in school and now we live in different places and it's a lot harder to keep up constant communication or work is crazy busy right now like I'm changing jobs I'm starting a new job or like I'm changing my focus of things um and I don't have enough time to spend with this person as as I used to those are fleeting things whether it be for like a year whether it be for a month whether it be for way longer way shorter whatever it is that's fleeting and that's not means to like kick someone out of your life you can be open with them you can change that level of relationship and it's going to come back when you have more time with them or that phase of life changes friendships are supposed to change with phases of life like relationships are supposed to flex with that be so uninteresting if life had to stay the same all the time um I'm a pretty strong believer that you can always reconnect with a person and that relationships can ebb and flow a bit. It's definitely a strange concept when you think about the fact that, especially romantic relationships, they're expected to have this hard stop, like you break up and then it's over, versus every other relationship in your life, friendships, family, they naturally allow for more of an ebb and a flow. And especially when you're in your 20s, like you have so much self-growth and development that you're going through that you're changing so much and you're having new phases of your life all the time. And also logistically, your life is changing a lot. You're you're moving to a different job. You're pursuing something new. You're traveling. You're moving to a different location. And a lot of the time it feels like a relationship has to completely end and that's the end of it forever. But in reality, I think that you can, if you leave something on good terms with a person, Like, you can have had a good relationship in one phase of life. You can grow apart, but still think highly of that person and understand that, like, maybe there is a time that you can reconnect later in life. Maybe if somebody is going to go study abroad for a semester or if somebody is moving away indefinitely for a job, maybe you end your exclusive romantic relationship then. But as long as you stay on good terms, I think that you can still have some sort of friendship, some sort of relationship, and there's definitely ways that you can reconnect in the future so if you're saying that this person feels like they're not serving you in this phase of life then that's all that has to mean is like hey I don't think that this is working perfectly in this phase of life but like I really care about you I respect you I'm gonna stay doing that regardless and then maybe we'll reconnect in this way and it'll be a better fit in the future and sometimes that doesn't require a lot of the times it doesn't require conversation it just is is what it is and if you accept that natural evolution and changing of life it's just things are just going to work right. out you don't always have to be over conceptualizing things and right. I mean when when we're on here talking and having these discussions like it is we are over conceptualizing things because we want to break it down we want to understand and we want to make sure you guys are understanding what we're saying too but yeah life is not that deep like yeah. it truly isn't not everything has to be explained not everything has to be like some deep meaningful conversation like it's just life it's gonna happen no matter what true unless though this person who's submitting the question unless this is a boyfriend or a girlfriend where there is an expectation that you define what the the boundaries and the logistics of the relationship are and then maybe that obviously would be due for a conversation of like hey I don't think this is working right now but I still love you. What do you do if your friend is in a toxic relationship? This Ooh. is um, hilarious because we have a friend who low-key, this is the situation and has been for the past like year um, and more. For a really long time, we all just like didn't speak about it. And then it started coming up that like, oh, everyone is on the same page about like, we don't, we yeah. don't, we don't love the girlfriend. Um, and it's like not, not good. But for a really long time, we all just like kept it inside and ignored it. And we're like, that's not my place, not my place. And then we started like, I remember so vividly, like something happened and I just like made eye contact with our other friend who was in the room too. And I was like, in my head, I was like, oh my God, it's not just me. Like you get it too. You also, you, you also get it. Like you, you also think that yes. she's toxic. Um, not yes. We obviously don't want it to be that. But yes, right. isn't like, I'm not crazy. Like, like we're all, we're all seeing this shit, right? And then it has since evolved over the past like year to now we kind of bring it up to him or like we'll like make make comments or something. But it's just you it's not your place. Regardless, you can sit them down as much as you want. It's it's their own Mm -hmm. journey and they're not going to do something. They're not going to break up with someone or change their relationship just because you tell them to. Sure, you talking to them is going to maybe plant some seeds. It might 
be helpful, but you can't control that relationship. It has to be their decision. It has to be the time and place that they think is appropriate to like break up with the person. It's their growth journey. Like at the end of the day, it's their, it's part of their life and whatever trajectory or whatever needs to happen to get to a point where they break up with the person and realize their worth is on them. You can't control. Unfortunately, you can't control other people's growth paths, whether or not you want it to happen or are in a better place and maybe have gone through that. And you're like, I, I just need you to know these things like they can't you can't do anything about it it's just their thing you have to be supportive and you have to be there for them while the other while the person's being toxic and then after when they end it there are obviously there's obviously a range of toxicity though and so I would say that if it if the situation that you're perceiving is one where your friend is having a really negative impact on their self-worth, on the way that they're living their life, if it almost feels borderline abusive or has become abusive, that's when I that's when I think you step in, is when it is affecting this person's well-being. Mm-hmm. If you just think that they can have a better choice of partner... Not your place. Then it's not necessarily your place because you're not in the relationship. You don't know all of the ins and outs of it. And I think that that's something that they have to decide and learn on their own. I think you step in if it's significantly affecting their well-being mm-hmm. and it's something that they can't see past to get themselves out of. Yeah, that's a different story. If there's something that's like actually genuinely yeah. harmful, then you, just then you, you say, I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't think you're, if, you're getting out. If you just don't think that the person is a good match, then like don't be overly enthusiastic about them. Be open to having conversations about the relationship. But not your relationship how to not settle when you're lonely impress yourself like that's the whole go listen to the impressive episode it doesn't matter uh, put more relation put more effort ugh. put more emphasis on relationships with friends put more emphasis on relationships with yourself if you, you're lonely and like deep-seated loneliness is a crazy a crazy time and you can only have a great relationship with yourself for so long before it's just nice to have other people in having other relationships doesn't take away from your relationship with yourself. Um, but if you're feeling super lonely because you don't have a partner, like find that in yourself, find that in friend, like good friends. And it's not, it's not a necessity. It's nice to have, but it's not a necessity. And you know, at the end of the day, you always have yourself. So that relationship should always be really important to you and really strong. Mm -hmm understand that if you are saying that it would be settling that it's not going to fulfill you in yeah, the don't way settle that like a relationship actually is so it's not actually going to be checking that box for you but I do understand that in some sense if you're feeling lonely and something feels like settling but it's not maybe a real negative thing like it can be entertaining it can still bring you something so I think it just depends on how much you're committing to whatever the settling is like you can't say I'm settling here and then expect it to fulfill you in the way that a non-settling relationship yeah. will settling isn't gonna get you what you actually want out of a relationship yeah. and so you're you know you're just gonna be frustrated well spent on friends and on yourself what if you settle you're just gonna be upset that you're spending your energy on some weirdo weirdo some weirdo, some weirdo. um don't settle for a weirdo don't settle for a weirdo come on now you're better than that. How to stop basing your relationship on what social media says is healthy. Social media has a lot to say about a lot of things. It has nothing to do with your, like, social media doesn't know your relationships. It doesn't know who you are. It doesn't know what you care about. It doesn't know what's actually going on yeah. in relationships. And just because something is the truth and works or doesn't work for someone's relationship does not mean it can't be the truth or work yeah. or not work for your relationship. Also, like you, everyone's is different. You absolutely cannot compare your real life to re- your real life relationship to the relationship content that you see online. That's like, a true. Yeah, that's re- really bad. Relationship content online is probably the most curated type of content to ever exist. It's like overly planned films, date nights that are like way over the top from what somebody's actually doing, but it's actually like not that intimate because you're filming it rather than experiencing it or it's like you're just sharing photos that like they may be lovely photos but it you like don't actually know what somebody's relationship is so you can't compare your real life relationship to like the super super curated relationships you see online and also just as we disclaimed at the beginning of this episode every single person is unique every what every single person needs in a relationship is unique and every single 
partnership between people is going to be unique. So focus on how the relationship feels to you and how much it's fulfilling your life and ignore whatever you're seeing online that's that's making you compare your values to it. If you're seeing something online, whether it's like people talking about relationship values or it's like Karen said, a relationship account. Oh, sorry. I think the relationship accounts, that's fake. Like we all know this, right? They could, they could have started out in a good relationship. They could actually have a good relationship, but the stuff that they're posting is not, not real. It's not real because they said, I have an idea. We're going to set up the camera right here and you're going to walk this way and I'm going to do this. And then, oh my God, it's going to go viral. They're going to love this shit. It's even like the friendship activities you see on Instagram reels online. Like it's, it's an amazing idea. It's like, oh, Valentine's Day party, like get all your girls together and do this. And it's like super curated, cute things in it. And it sparks ideas and it's really inspiring. But those people that are filming that, like that's not what they're doing every night. They're no. doing that to give you the idea and film the video for it. Just I do as, that stuff. Yeah, but you know what? Just, when when I film something like that, I film like a winter pizza making thing. It was Carolyn and I in the kitchen. <laughs> like I, I will do that stuff for my friends, but I won't pull out the camera. Because imagine you're hanging it's out. Not, it's imagine you're hanging as out as with your friends. No, I did it Christmas once. Pizzas were like. Oh my god, they were like Loki. Like, bad. It was a really ugly snowman that I um, built there. But I did film our brunch in Canada, and everyone was like, "Our friends are great. They know the gig. Um, we don't film around them because like I would rather spend quality time with my friends." But I was like, "I'm just gonna take a few clips." And even I was like, "Ooh, can, like." can I film you like flipping this pancake? And someone was like, can I go now? Like, can I do this? And like, it like changes the vibe. It does. And I didn't make the best quality video because I was trying to respect people's <laughs> existence. Um, but like, that's fabricated. So the people that are in relationships and filming content like that, that's not their real relationship. It's super entertaining and super fun to watch, but like focus on your own relationship. You know yourself, you know the relationship better than anyone. And don't let other people's curated relationships influence you. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope you have a wonderful Valentine's Day, whether you are in a relationship or not, or whatever you're doing, or if you're hanging with the girls, or if you are doing absolutely nothing, and you're just spending some time with yourself. I have a Valentine's Day cookie have downstairs. I'm going to go eat. Yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we love you guys so much and appreciate you coming and hanging out with us every Monday or whatever day you listen Make sure you're following the show on Spotify or Apple, wherever you're listening. And if you want to leave a five-star review, it is always greatly appreciated. We will see you next Monday. Bye. It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com.